Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. For as the Father, that's the 26th verse now, for as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. Now, in him, see, that's saying the same thing, different words. In him was life. In Christ was life. And the life was the light of man. What was this life that was in Christ? As the Father hath life in himself. It was the God kind of life. As the Father hath life in himself. Even so it was given to the Son to have life in himself. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Eternal life is not something you're going to have when you get to heaven. It's something that you have right now. It's life and the nature of God that's been imparted unto your spirit. Praise God. Remember Jesus made the statement. He said this in the first chapter of John's gospel. Uh, the Bible said in him, talking about, well, it starts with the first verse of this first chapter of John's gospel. It said in the beginning was the word, the word is with God, and the word was God. The same is in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. Later on, the 14th verse, it said, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. But the fourth verse of that first chapter said, in him was life. And the life was the light of men. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Now, uh, turn back there. I think maybe you better turn. You know, sometimes we quote these and I just think everybody knows as much as I know and found out they don't always. Just turn back there. I think it'd be real interesting to you. Turn back there to that first chapter. We were there a while ago at the third chapter of John's Gospel. Turn back to the first chapter. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Light stands for development. You could read that verse like this, and it would not do an injustice to the verse. In him was life, and the life was the development of men. Now then turn right over to the fifth chapter of uh, John's gospel, this same book, and you'll find here that Jesus also makes a statement concerning life. He said, for as the Father, that's the 26th verse now, for as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. Now, in him, see, that's saying the same thing, different words. In him was life. In Christ was life. And the life was the light of man. What was this life that was in Christ? As the Father hath life in himself. It was the God kind of life. As the Father hath life in himself. Even so it was given to the Son to have life in himself. Now turn to John 10.10. 10. John the 10th chapter and the 10th verse. The thief is come but for to kill and to steal and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life 
and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Now, what kind of life is this? I think it'd help us considerably if we'd leave that word life right here in the Greek and just read it from the original New Testament written in Greek. The Greek word here for this life, and actually if you study New Testament carefully, you don't get it by reading the English translation, the King James translation. There are four different Greek words translated life in the New Testament. Each one of them means something different. Now this particular one here is Z-O-E. It is pronounced Zoe. Now I'm not a Greek scholar, but the professor of Greek in Baylor University in Waco, Texas Baptist Seminary told me that that's the way you pronounce it is Zoe. Yeah, no, I knew that enough by looking at the Greek uh, interlinear New Testament that the Zoe is here, all right. But now, he said it's pronounced Zoe. I saw it spelled Z-O-E. Pronounced Zoe. Now, just read that like that, and I think you'll get a hold of something here. In him, talking about in Christ, was Zoe. And Zoe was the light of man. As the Father hath Zoe in himself, even so it was given to the Son to have Zoe in himself. I am come that ye might have Zoe, and that ye might have it more abundantly. What is Zoe? It's the life of God. It's the nature of God. Now, did you notice the text there in Peter? Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that we might be made partakers of the divine nature. That's the nature, the life of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is Zoe. That's what it literally says. The gift of God is Zoe. Hallelujah. Zoe, eternal life, everlasting life, which is the nature and the life of God, is not something you get when you get to heaven. If you don't have it here, you won't ever get it. You won't even go to heaven. You go to hell. And there's no Zoe down there. <laughs> Amen. See, some people think that eternal life means I'm going to live forever. Well, if that means you're going to live forever, well, then the sinner already has that because his spirit's going to live forever too. The only difference is his spirit's going to live in one place and your spirit's going to live in another place. But it's this life of God, hallelujah, that came into our spirits in the new birth that recreated us and made us new creatures in Christ Jesus. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. New creature, hallelujah, with the life and the nature of God in him. Now, what I started to say is the knowledge, I'm sure of this one thing, that the knowledge of the effect of eternal life on man's spirit is yet in its infancy. It's strange to me that the church has always majored in the minors. Things of major importance they've just left alone or didn't even know about, they ought to have majored in eternal life. But the majority of church people don't even know what it is, much less the preachers. They majored in little old petty things. Amen, that's the truth. Things of minor importance. I'm glad that I saw a little glimpse of some of this truth years ago as a boy. I was born again. Didn't know exactly what I had, except I knew I was born again. Thank God for that. On the bed of sickness, as a 15-year-old, almost 16-year-old. Then healed and raised up from the bed of sickness, almost at my 17th birthday. And I went back to high school. In the third year of high school, I'd already completed two years of high school when I became bedfast. Now, I know the effects of this life. This used to be one of my favorite verses. As I walked down the street to school in the morning time, and I said it to the Lord. And sometimes I preached to the students all the way down the streets. Amen. To school. We walked to school. We didn't have any school buses. And, and I would say to them, 
It says in John's Gospel, first chapter, the fourth verse, that in him was life. And the life was the light. I knew light stands for development. And, and some translations read that way. The life was the development of man. I've got the life of God in me. It's in my spirit. I'm going to let that life dominate me. Some people wonder, how do you remember dates? And, you know, I'll tell something happened. See, I've got it in my spirit. I learned to develop my spirit. And so I went back to high school, you see, and completed those other two years of high school. I do not have any education beyond high school. I, I educated myself. I went out to preaching at 17 years old. I thought Jesus was coming. I wouldn't have time to go to Bible school because Jesus is coming, you see. And so I took off to preaching. But I got all the books that they taught in the different schools that I wanted to go to and studied them myself. And I knew them so well until I remember one minister said to me, he said, you know that book better than the professor does that teaches it down there in the Bible school. Well, I had that ability. And they tried me out in high school. Uh, I could read a chapter in a history book. Close that chapter up. I never read it before. Read that chapter and get up and recite it almost word for word. I never did have that ability until I received the life of God. I never did have that ability until I received the nature of God into my spirit. And, and I never did take one book home to study. And I made a straight A report card. Didn't have to take any final examinations because I made a straight A report card. And, and I remember uh, in second year algebra that I'd said to the professor, you know, and I was exempt from taking the test and I was, I was out a whole month because I, I lived that month with some other kinfolks and didn't go to school. And I said, I missed a whole month. Well, he said, we've got 20 chapters in the book, and I'm just going to ask 20 questions on the final exam, and then going to let you omit two, and you could omit that one, chap one question I asked on that chapter and make 100 on it. Well, I said, would it make any difference if I took the test anyway? I always wanted to take all the tests. I wasn't trying to get out of anything. Well, no, come on, take it if you want to, but you've already passed. So I took the test, finished it in 10 minutes, and made 99 on it. I forgot to put in the one dot there, period. It wasn't that I was as much smarter than everybody else. I didn't do that before I got this. In fact, I just barely skimmed by. They graded us A, B, C, D, you know, and D's failing. And I had two C minuses. And the teacher said to me in these two classes, we gave you those two points so you'd have C minus, so you'd pass on to the next grade. Because we thought, well, maybe we missed two points somewhere during the year so that you wouldn't fail. I barely skimmed by. But there was a difference. Now, what was the difference? I'm sure of this one thing that the knowledge of the effect of eternal life upon our spirits is just in its infancy. I learned a little bit of something about it. Knowing something about this, I predicted, just as a 22-year-old boy, as a pastor of a church, I predicted how the children, including my own, for they were only babies, I predicted how they'd turn out. Not, not prophetically, not because, because of some spiritual gift, but on knowing the Bible. You see, I knew what I was going to do. I was going to walk in the light of eternal life. I saw some of these members of my church and they were not walking in the light of eternal life. That's going to affect their children. And you know, I never missed it on a one of them. Every single one of them, I hit it 100%. Every single one of them turned out just exactly like I predicted they would. You say, what did you predict it on? I'll say it again. On the basis of the effect of eternal life upon our spirits. Walking in the light of it. You see, you may have something, but if you don't know what you got, you don't walk in the light of it, it won't produce the results. Are you listening to me? Now, I knew I do not say that bragging, but I just know that I can do what the Bible tells me I can do. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagan. On this power pack DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagan explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar is coming up in February. Oh, yeah. February the 16th through the 21st. It's also worldwide homecoming. From all of the Raymond. schools all over are yes. coming in. In fact, I got a, I got a, a, a message today, a, an email from uh, uh, Keith Higginbotham in Bangkok. Hi. And they're coming and bringing 25 to 30 awesome. with them. Awesome. I know that uh, from the schools in Brazil, they're, they're bringing what? About 300. About 300, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, of course, we got 175 schools and 47 nations. I think it is, but and but Winter Bible Seminar is for everybody. Yes. We just make homecoming out of it. But actually, if you have ever ever had anything to do with partnering with with this ministry in prayer and with your financial gifts. You want to come because right. it's going to on display. See your investment. Yes, yeah, see your on display is going to be all the people from all over, and you had a part in it. That's if you ever right. give one dollar to this ministry, you had a part in that, and I want you to be here. I want you to see it. Tomorrow on Rama for today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, developing the human spirit. Thanks for listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.